lesson of modern education is Woke kids step, wise kids step, college kids step I'm woke Read more, learn more, change the globe You must learn This is Woke Wise College Kids Welcome to Woke Wise College Kids I'm your host Dr. Erin See, I promised I wasn't going to let too much time slip between episodes. In episode two, I'll share my best tips on how to cope and thrive during the pandemic. After the episode, don't forget to rate and subscribe. It's really been hard for me to provide any advice on how to cope and succeed during the pandemic. It's tough. I can't even imagine being a student during this time. My heart goes out to the class of 2020 who had their last rites of passage stripped away and won't be able to experience college life like the rest of us. I don't know if my experience during Katrina would even compare. See, I had just started my junior year. My sorority letters were so fresh because my line sisters and I had just crossed Delta Sigma Theta the last week of the spring semester and we didn't have a chance to fully enjoy our new Greek status. We were determined to make up for lost time the minute we arrived back on campus for the fall semester. I think we partied for a week straight. We definitely didn't have time to look at the news. By the time Saturday morning before the storm hit, we were all hungover and woke up to missed calls and text messages from parents telling us to come home. I get chills just thinking about the time and the storm and after. That experience was traumatic. There are a lot of lives lost. It was super scary. I just remember the somberness of the semester. Everyone was coping with losing homes, missing family members, and the possibility of relocating. School resumed back to normal for us on campus. We had to go to class when we were totally over everything. No one had anything encouraging to say. Everyone was just sad. But we had to take it day by day. Even though the pandemic has bought the same feelings of grief, sadness, and confusion as Hurricane Katrina, this is different. We've gone through many hurricanes. No one has dealt with the pandemic. All we can do is take it day by day and do the best that we can. Time is precious. We don't want to waste it, even if it means things seem impossible and hopeless. So I've been trying my hardest to make the best of this time in all areas of my life. I don't have any answers. And some days I feel like I have none at all. There are no proven tips for coping in a pandemic. We are all playing this thing by ear. Even university presidents, your faculty, your parents, everybody. So here's my best advice on how to get through and thrive in another socially distant semester. So these tips are in a very random order. I tried to be crafty and do 19 tips for COVID-19, but I only made it to 15. But I think you'll still feel that they are useful. Here goes. So tip number one, adopt a routine, especially if you will be all virtual. So I know this changes week to week, day to day, but you have to discipline yourself to just get up and get dressed. Set aside time for meals and breaks and snacks. You have to have some type of normalcy in your life. Choose times when you will study and do homework for each course. 
So there's a really great weekly planner template on bepreppy.com and perfect for you to print out, use your markers, get creative and have that posted by your desk so you can stay on task. Tip number two, make a plan to stay safe and distraction free. I do understand that everyone doesn't have a luxury to have a dedicated space for studying and limiting distractions, but you have to do some creative problem solving. So I just moved back into my home. I took my time to get everything set up. I wasn't any sort of rushed about furniture. Um, so I was working with some limited things and I didn't want to spend a lot of money. However, the first room that I did invest in a little bit of money, not a lot, was my office. And that was because I needed a place that was distraction free. I don't have a TV. Um, When I look at the window, I see my neighbor's house. But it was just my way of working from home and feeling like I was at work. I didn't want to do anything in my bedroom. And the kitchen counter, I'm old, was not ergonomic for work working other hours that I do. So I was able to do that. But if I didn't, if I was still at my parents' house, like I was um, when I first recorded this season, um, I would have done something in my room. I would have set up a little table. Um, I would have made an interesting background. Uh, even when I was courting this podcast, I would go in my parents' closet. <clears throat> so I, I understand being creative on a limited budget. So you have to do some things. So even if you know, you're at home and all your little brothers and sisters are there or cousins or whoever, and you can't have a distraction-free environment, just be creative. So the reason I say stay, you know, socially distant, it might mean you have to go outside or to a park, or if your campus is still open and allows you to be at the library for a little bit of time, just to get some work done and get out, figure out what's best. If you want to socially distant with a friend that you know is safe, and they have some space at their apartment or place, do that. You just have to get through this semester the best way you can and, um, you know, do what you can. It doesn't always have to cost money. It just needs to be a creative solution so you can get things done and you won't let this semester have another asterisk by, um, by the date on your transcript. Tip number two, remain professional. So make sure you have a neat background if you're required to have your com- your camera on. Uh, if you have to be in your bedroom, make sure your bed is made up and it's tidy or you can direct your camera where the background is a blank wall. Um, go outside that, you know, it's scenery so you can limit distractions that way. But just make sure you can limit background distractions and I get it. You don't want everyone peering into your home and, you know, I'm nosy myself, so I'll even look. But if you want to limit your background, um, it is a way to be professional and minimize distractions for everyone. So you're not distracted by people. You know, you think people are looking at your background and then you don't want other people distracted. So um, that's a way to remain professional. Another way is to make sure you look like a professional student at least from the, the neck down um, or the the head down. Uh, make sure, you know, the same standards apply if you're on campus. If you've listened to the Professional Student Podcast episode, um, 
you know, wear your t-shirts, your jeans, make sure you're just not in pajamas. You don't have any bonnets or head wraps or, or hats, like at least getting to the, be engaged in your classes. That means showing up as if you are on campus. This helps you to be engaged um, and to feel like you're learning. So, you know, the world isn't going back to normal and many companies will realize the value of working from home. Chances of high, are high that you your job after college will be remote. So get into that practice of being professional. Now, I'm not saying you have to put on a two-piece suit or a button-down. Um, I do work from home, but I will have on a, a casual top and some very comfortable stretchy pants. Um, just to, just in case I have to hop up or something and I forget to turn off my camera. Um, but, you know, just make sure you are presentable. Comb your hair, wash your face. Uh, some days you may want to feel like putting on a little makeup ladies are doing your hair. This is, you have to find something that's going to keep your spirits lifted and keep your confidence up. And that's one way that you want to do it. Number four, be fully engaged. And this one is a very tough one for me. Um, I am fortunate not to have back-to-back Zoom meetings like some of my other friends and some colleagues, but I can't sit, sit still for the ones that I do have. Trying to hide the fact that I'm antsy during an online meeting is the worst. Like I I want to not turn my camera on. I want to chat. I want to do all those things, but I just can't sit still. But do try to do that as much as you can is to be engaged, like be fully present in your lectures, chat with the professor, raise your hand if you're on Zoom, Um, have your notes there, have... um, pre-read before you go to class, be prepared and just be prepared to be fully engaged to make sure you're getting the most out of it. And a big one, if you are on your laptop, put your phone away, eliminate those distractions just as you would in a real classroom. And again, that's a big one for me as well. Tip number five, preview before attending. If you read my study skills or if you listen to my study skills are trash, episode two from season one, I would highly recommend you go back to listen to that episode. But preview before you attend. Again, you want to do as much simulation as if you're in a real class. And this is even bigger now that you're in a virtual world. Your your professors may look confident on screen, but they probably are scrambling just as you are. And so sometimes some things may be missing from your lecture are their notes. And you just want to be in a a good place before you attend a lecture online as best as possible. So you want to look at your syllabus, take notes from your last class to see where you may be in what the next lecture may be about. And so you just want to read your text or preview the notes um, correction, not read, preview the text. Don't read the whole chapter. That never works. Preview the text, preview your professor's notes, find a YouTube video online. Um, so just be prepared to come to the lecture knowing something. My, you know, rule of thumb is who, what, when, where, why. That's basically all you need to know. And you can get that from skimming the, 
the table of contents are looking at a five minute YouTube lecture that's already been taught. And you may want to go the extra mile of putting your vocabulary on flashcards, writing an outline based on the textbook, and marking up or or highlighting the professor's notes with questions that you want to be ready to ask if he does not clarify, he or she does not clarify. Tip number six, replay your lectures. Like this is one of the benefits of virtual learning uh, that your lectures will probably be live and recorded. So you can definitely catch the later playback. Um, As a way to review, so you should be reviewing your classes within 24 to 48 hours of your lecture. You can process the information quicker and more effectively. So as a way to review, you should replay your lectures back. This is one of the benefits. You know, you can't, um, of course, during a live lecture, you can ask your professor to go back. But um, maybe you have a little bit more courage virtually, but most students don't have the courage to ask that professor in person to go back or they miss something. Um, So you don't even have to have that. You can go back and replay the lecture as many times as you need to, which is good because, again, our, our attention veers off. We have a phone call. Somebody runs, runs in your pseudo classroom and distracts you. You might miss something. So that's, that's normal. So be okay with that. But also find a time to say, I'm going to sit and re-listen to this lecture while I clean up my notes, while I read my text. That's a after class is a good way to good time to read your text now that you've had some some type of insight into what's going on. So the key to make sure you're doing this is actually setting a time to re-listen to lectures and review for that class. Tip seven, stay informed. I've been working a lot with my coaches who happen to be uh, my little cousin and my godbrother. They are in their first year of school and I've been saying, hey, what's your university? What has your university said about this and about that? And are you hybrid? Are you virtual? What are the rules? What's going on? Are there any events? Just to make sure they are staying on top of things. So check your email often, often like every day, twice a day. This pandemic thing's are changing every second. Every time you, you know, I go through my news thing, it's another campus that's going virtual or doing something else. Your leaders are making changes in a response to the pandemic daily. And the only way they can get to you is through your email. And so you need to make sure that you are checking it periodically. Make sure you get it on your phone. Um, make sure you have your browser open all the time to your email because things change and you need to make sure that you can pivot as quickly as your university, your university is pivoting during this time. Also, make sure your number is updated in the systems that send out text messages in the event of an important announcement or an emergency. So you need to go to your student information system and make sure you're probably your permanent or your cell phone number is updated to make sure you get those messages. And this is extremely important, especially if you're in the South, like I am, or in the East Coast or Caribbean, 
that, you know, it's hurricane season for us. And as I'm recording this podcast, there are two tropical storms heading our way. So you definitely need to stay in touch with your university to make sure there's nothing else that's not even COVID related that could affect your classes or anything like that. Tip number eight is actually a follow up to tip number seven. It's to connect with someone from each of your classes. So in your learning management system, you should have a way to email all or a select few of your classmates. So I recommend that you connect to one in each class because your class situations can change. Your professor could be ill. They could, you know, have different announcements that you may miss. Um, these class situations change often. It may be virtual for a week. It may be hybrid until this date. It may be back virtual after, you know, Thanksgiving. It may be uh, canceled or postponed for any number of reasons as we have to be flexible during this time. And things get lost. You want to have someone from your class who is as engaged and accountable as you are to make sure you're not missing any of the important information. And you just want to fact check to see if Hey, did I read this email right? Hey, did you get this announcement? Hey, what are you going to do about this? It's just now that we can't see each other, you can't, you know, pass a note in class or chat after class or anything like that. You have to find a way to connect and you should definitely make sure that you take advantage of this during the COVID pandemic. Tip number nine, rely on your supplemental resources. Again, the shift to virtual or hybrid learning really increases the chances that information will get lost or the interpretation is misinstrued or losing opportunities to ask questions in person and getting clarification. All of that is in jeopardy of being lost. So you need to rely and rely more on the resources to fill those gaps. It's even more, it was even more important because in college, your professors may not have the time to really communicate all of the information. So a lot of the burden of learning in college is on you. So while you're learning virtually, it's going to fall more heavily on you. And so you definitely need to make sure you're taking advantage of tutoring, um, whatever options your university or campus are using, YouTube lectures, Khan Academy, study groups, and professors' office hours. Like you need everything to make sure you are on track. Processing information of this caliber in college is hard. It's even could be even more challenging during this time. So you don't have to feel like you're slacking or you're not getting it. You just need some extra reinforcement, some supplemental information to help you see your content or material in a different way, different explanation. Um, So make sure you're using this and you're building time into your schedule to do this. Whether it's your preview or your review, um, I'll, we'll post the link to our study, study guide to help you set a study pattern or model for yourself that will definitely help you incorporate supplemental resources. Tip number 10, engage in student life. Again, my heart goes out to the class of 2020 who won't have a chance to experience a traditional first year in college. Like it's the, it's just, just being on a college campus for the first time is so surreal. 
that I hate that you won't get a chance to experience homecoming and a real freshman week or new student week, a real welcome week, um, all the excitement that's usually there on a college campus in the first two to three weeks. So you definitely need to take advantage of any opportunities your student, your office of student life or student engagement or student affairs, whatever it's called in your institution, take advantage of those opportunities. They have worked so hard to make sure that anything they can do to provide support and engagement for students outside the classroom, they're working hard to make sure they can bring that to you in a safe or and in a virtual way. So make sure you do it, whether it's your virtual college fairs, your virtual meet and greets, or your movie nights, or your hangouts, something, just make sure you are able to do that. It'll give you a little sense of normalcy, one, but then you're paying, you're still paying for all of this. And you should get your money's worth. You should maximize every tuition dollar that you give your institution And the way to do that is through any student engagement or student affairs activity that you can participate in. Tip 11, try to separate home from school. I know it could be hard and I'm very fortunate that I'm living alone, but these are the things that I need to do to draw boundaries for myself because I can find myself doing 10 to 12 hours of work just because I'm here um, I don't have time in traffic morning or afternoon. I'm not rushing to meetings. So I just find that I have a little bit more time on my hands. And so I had to find myself at a point where I needed to set some boundaries and you need to do the same. No matter if you are in your apartment off campus or res- residential hall on campus or your family's home, you need to have some boundaries between school and home and personal. So you can do this again, be creative. I know you may not have all the coins to do this or the opportunity to do this, but figure out how to set aside space that's dedicated to study. Like do not study or listen to lectures in your bed. Your bed is for sleeping and relaxing. And of course, I guess other stuff too, but that's not the point of this conversation. Have multiple spots for different academic activities. but. Make sure you reserve your spots when you are done being a student. You have a place that you can feel like you are removed from it and you're starting your personal part of your day, your day where you relax, you exercise, you enjoy family, you watch TV. You need to have boundaries in your time, but even boundaries in your space. For example, I know I told you about my office earlier. But in addition to my office, I set a table outside to do work. Sometimes it's on my laptop. Sometimes it's when I just I'm tired of looking at the screen and I want to just jot some things down or write something so I can go back and type it later. I also have, you know, a chase. It's not my bed, but it's a chase in my bedroom near window where I'm either just leisurely reading or checking my email. But I feel like It's a time where I don't have to be as professional, but I'm still doing work. So I have to trick myself, and you do too, into feeling like you're not always buttoned up, zip tight. I'm a student in front of a computer, but I need to do work, but I need to be a little bit relaxed when I do my work. And so you just have to figure out, again, creative solutions, 
for how you can create some boundaries in your life. Create them for family, your friends say, hey, I'm doing school at this time. This is my schedule. Uh, Please hold me accountable. Don't call or text during these times. Make sure I'm tuned in. Boundaries. That's how you're going to make it through another COVID-19 semester. Tip 12, stay organized. So you might not have the need to have like a book bag or anything like that. Um, So this is along the lines of the same tip of boundaries and staying professional and creating a study area. Same thing, staying organized, whether it's in your email box, whether it is in your learning management system, you still need a to-do list. You still need a planner. You still need folders, um, a whiteboard. You still need all of this in your academic area that's dedicated to your studying. Because you don't have the rhythm and routine of like going to class, you may not feel as organized as you need to. So you may need to overcompensate at this time. There's a lot of emails, a lot of um, things going on, flexible dates. Your class may not be meeting at the same time every day. Sometimes it could be live and the other time it could be pre-recorded. So you just have to stay, find your system that could only really work for this semester. You can totally throw it out and recreate a new system next time, but find a system where you can stay organized in a lot of areas of your life. Tip 13, read directions carefully. Like there's a lot of like written communications that's probably going out these days. And so it's imperative that you read those. You you know, you might skim over email because you might hear it later. That was when you were seeing people in person and it could be reinforced through posters on, you know, poster boards outside your classroom, signs in your classroom, announcements from faculty. You don't have that anymore. So your announcements are probably going to be on your learning management system, maybe through text, most likely through email. So you have to read directions carefully, whether it's from your financial aid enrollment, your faculty, um, anything coming from doing, you know, pivoting in the pandemic with changing of classes. Don't come to campus this day. Wear your mask this day. This building is closed. Um, This office is open. Just have to read things carefully now to make sure you're not going to be in the wrong place at the wrong time or you're frustrated with the changes. So just take the time to read things carefully and, you know, double check with other people to make sure they got that same information and that they interpreted that as well. So my last two tips, get a hobby. It has nothing to do with college at all, but it has everything to do with your personal sanity. Um, so there's probably a lot of like social medias, like if you don't come out of this with something new, like I'm not a a believer in that. If this time is time to relax and think and meditate and slow down, if that's your time, if that's what you need, you do it. Um, If there's something that's been burning that you, you know, want to try a new project, a new talent you want to hone, um, 
if that's your time, if that's what the opportunity of this pandemic has given you, do it. But in your way, get a hobby. It's you have some hours on your hands. Um, you shouldn't be be able to hang out with friends. You may be working. Um, it's not a lot of time on campus. Find something constructive to do with your time, something that's fun, something that's that you're going to look forward to when you say, hey, I've done all my work today. I'm ready to do something fun, something safe. Um, you can come out of this with something that could potentially get you, you know, hired or looked at by more employers. It doesn't have to be that. I'm just saying, find a hobby. My friend has picked up gardening. Um, I've been doing a lot of crafts and putting things together. I'm still moving in <laughs> my house, so I'm still unpacking boxes. I'm making some time to cook a little bit more, do some things that I wouldn't ordinarily do that I would have time, like I wouldn't have time to do because I'm so tired from traffic or anything like that. Um, sometimes it could be, hey, I'm going to actually watch a brand new movie on Netflix because my attention span is not that great to watch new things all the time. Um, so I set a, a side of time for that. But find something that speaks to you, that really makes you happy, that brings you joy. That is going to be one of the ways you can stay sane during this pandemic. It's great for your mental wellness. Um, so yeah, find that thing. It could be a couple of things. It doesn't have to be very serious. It just needs to be something that you enjoy. And my last tip, tip 15 is exercise. If you have to be um, virtual, 100% virtual, and there's no hybrid options for you, um, you're probably losing a whole bunch of steps that you would normally take to get from your car to class or from each building or up the steps to get to your res hall or your apartment you're missing like I it took me a minute to realize how much I was being inactive from not just going to my car every day or walking to my building or taking the steps my office is on the third floor so I have to take three flights of stairs I didn't realize how much of that was contributing to my physical activity until like you know the freshman 15 may hit uh, you know it's a COVID-15 hit. And so I had to make sure that I compensated for all of those steps that I normally would take during the day, in addition to my normal exercise. And so you that's probably hitting you way harder. I walked a whole lot. That's why I was slim. I probably would do, I don't know, 20,000 steps a day or more. You don't really realize how far um, a 10-minute walk in between classes is. So exercise, find something, um, you know, for me, I set up my Xbox connect. I almost forgot the name of it (laughs) in my living room. And when I am taking a break or I'm tired or been through too many zoom meetings, I would just go play something simple and silly on the connect, or I'll go take a short walk outside. That is important because I am allergic to everything. So even for me, going outside is a break just to get some sun. Um, 
I try to stand up. I recently bought a standing desk so I can stand up during the day. So I'm not seated, seated as much. So you have to do what you have to do to stay active and not get that Zoom fatigue. I feel like Zoom fatigue is worse than sitting in traffic fatigue or sitting in class fatigue or just normal everyday wear and tear. Like two hours on Zoom, I just feel like I've done work for more than half a day. Um, so you have to exercise, keep your brain um, healthy, your heart healthy. Um, you know, you just need to make sure that you get out some pent up stress or you can relieve your anxiety. You can be more creative. You can learn better when you exercise more and you move around more. And the depression, the anxiety and the sadness, it's a way to prevent all of that. You may get some. But it's a way to prevent most of it. So that's it. That's my 15 tips. I tried to get to 19, but maybe you can fill in the rest of the four. So hit me up at Twitter, Aaron Wheeler PhD, or leave me a voice message on Anchored and tell me what's your best tips for coping in the pandemic. So you can help all of your fellow WokeWise listeners get through their semester with ease. Um, I I hope you have a great semester. I will be with you for this ride. Let me know what you need and what you feel like, you know, I can share with you on this podcast. Um, I'm going to try to take your mind off of COVID-19 and still keep your focus on college. This is still college. This is still the best four years of your life. Have to make the best of it. You still have a life to live after you graduate um, this season will be a whole lot of that. So thank you so much for listening. I'm going to promise again that episode three will not be far away. Thank you. Take care. Stay safe. God bless you. And as always, stay wise and stay woke.